and what is and welcome to episode two of Chief Seats, the number one sports podcast produced by the WDBC program. I'm your host, as always, Derek Steele. As there we go. Sorry for those technical difficulties there. As always, I'm your host, Derek Steele. I got two people here with me today, not three. Um, start with Jake, and then we can go to Dawson to introduce, even though I just did it. All right, I'm Jake Parsons. And I'm Dawson Wolf, straight out of Dog Pound, Cleveland, Ohio today. Oh I think God. this is the first time in Chiefs yeah. history we actually were able to start um, live streaming early, which is really cool to say. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to mention that at 3 o'clock, so actually probably starting within the few minutes, we'll be getting word from Governor Gretchen Whitmer about winter sports. Um, hopefully we'll have an update by the end of the show. Yeah. If not, it'll be next episode show. But we're not here to talk about. We're oh, not here to talk well, about we. Sh- I'll talk about that real quick. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer is going on TV right now on uh, major news platforms um, to discuss the new state, whatever, and high school sports is the main focus, and we should know by f- five o'clock. So when you get home, get all cuddled into your couch, you'll be able to know if your kids will be playing high school sports or not. Okay, with that being said, we're not here to talk about we're not here to talk about winter sports. We're here to talk about professional sports. With the Super Bowl coming up soon, I wanna start with that topic. Um, what are y'all's thoughts about the Super Bowl this year? Alright, so we got Super Bowl fifty five, Tampa Bay in Tampa. Tampa Bay is get this. In all of the Super Bowl's history, Tampa Bay Buccaneers making a Super Bowl appearance at their home field. It's the first time it's ever happened in Super Bowl history. And uh, they will be the home team. Um, And, you know, they're playing a tough Kansas City team that's been, you know, the last couple years have been totally destroying the opposition. And, uh, you know... They got Brady, and, you know, I've heard a lot of guys saying, don't bet against Brady, he'll make you pay in the end. Um, but, you know, it's the Chiefs. They're looking pretty red hot right now. They beat the Fire Browns in the, in the divisional round. They beat the the Buffalo well, Disappointments in the AFC the Championship. Team, they were the number two seed. They beat Ravens. They beat the Colts. Well, didn't look like they beat any of those teams. Looking how they played against the Chiefs, but, they did uh, play pretty bad against the Chiefs. I, I will give them that. Uh, but yeah, the Bills, yeah. um, just saying, the Bills kept Lamar under 100 rushing yards. They kept all um, Buffalo, or sorry, Baltimore rushers under 50 yards. So just paying that out. Well, there. you you gotta give you gotta give props <laughs> to the Chiefs. You know, Mahomes. You know, come. You know, he was. You know, I could say a lot of things about the Browns game that. You know, the one call, the head-to-head contact that could have got got him in the end zone to put him in within a touchdown. He was down before the end zone there, well, by the way. Well, even if it was a penalty, it would have been a first down, and they would have scored. Whatever you say, Don. But, you know, the Chiefs are looking good. You know, you got Mahomes. He can beat you in the air, and he can they can beat you on the ground. And you got Andy Reid. He's a magician. And personally... I think they're going to go back-to-back this year, Mr. Steele. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. And personally, I don't think there's any team that can stop them 
But the only teams I think that could stop the Chiefs are in the AFC, and, well, they're already, they already won the AFC, so I don't think any NFC team's good. I don't know. You, you said it earlier. I mean, you can't really bet against Brady. You know, he's got six rings. He's going to be his 10th Super Bowl appearance. Uh, you know, history's shown, you know. Brady only loses in the Super Bowl to bad quarterbacks, Nick Foles, Eli Manning. Uh, he's always he's always beating the good ones. So this is gonna be a, I mean either way it's gonna be a really good game. I, I think it's gonna be real close. You know. I, I'm sorry. I just really had to laugh up about what Dawson said there. Um, I agree a hundred percent that the Kansas City offense is probably one of the hottest offenses in the NFL. But I want to look at the Tampa Bay offense. Tom yeah. Brady, 43 years old. I've made jokes about Tom Brady that he's gonna be 80 something years old. He's going to be out there with his little grand or grandpa Walker throwing dots to Rob Gronkowski and throwing dots to who, whoever his tight ends are going to be. It seems like Gronk is always his, or sorry, his wide receivers are going to be. It always seems like Gronk's going to be his tight end. Yeah. But I bet against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the divisional round. I really thought that Washington was going to upset them. Yeah. And then mm. I said, wait a minute. It's Tom Brady we're talking about here. The best quarterback in NFL history, if not, he's top two. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah. He's the best. You know. So, Tom Brady in big games, he's unbeatable. Like Parson said, he um, lost to two really bad quarterbacks. I can't think of who the third quarterback is right now. I think, wasn't it just Eli Manning twice? It might have been Eli Manning twice. Yeah. I think that's, you can't, yeah. You can't yeah. bet against Tom Brady in big games. I think it's going to be a one-score game. I really think it's going to be an offensive battle. Each defense is going to go through a living nightmare, but... Possibly. Not, not Buccaneers' so defense is real I, good. This is, this is my line right here. Not so fast, Mr. Steele. <laughs> Sit down, boy. Dawson's it, off his game today, apparently. Well, I can tell you I'm about to get right back on it, boy. It is not going to be a one-score game. And here's the, here's, the, here's the difference here. The Buccaneers' defense is not great. And I can tell you this, you know, they are. They gotta they are keep. Great. They, they are great. They are not great. They, are they great. said that about <laughs> Buffalo's defense last week. Buffalo's extremely overrated, and I'm not even trying to take a hit at Derek here. Buffalo. They're just not really that good. Well, I could tell you this. If, if Buffalo, bu- the last. Sorry, I interrupted you, there, Dawson. Yeah. But I want to talk about this really quickly, Jake. Buffalo's last loss was a hell Murray. That's a one in a thousand play. So they were a regular season team. They were. I agree with they that. Were. And the stat and they that are. killed them is that they were about 50% on third downs. Their offense was best in the NFL. They were 7 for 30-something on third downs in the playoffs. If your team cannot – look at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh – and I'm not, I'm mm. not taking a shot oh, no, at no, you, Oh, no, yeah, I understand. Look yeah. at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, the first Sucked. play, the snap over mm-hmm. Ben says. Roethlisberger's head, mm-hmm. the touchdown, they were down It's, the, it's the crucial mistakes that exactly. hurts teams. It's the yep, crucial yep. mistakes. Yep. And Buffalo, the crucial mistakes, A, was their defense against Indianapolis, letting Phillip Rivers, letting uh, Jonathan Taylor back into that game but, in the second half. But here's but not so fast, Mr. They Steele. They shot themselves in the foot they, times. They were up 9-0 in the first half, first quarter. And what happened after that? It, Mahomes said, hey, we're not losing this game and got out there and ran them over. Yes, they scored 24, 21 unanswered points. It's unacceptable. It looks like the defense totally forgot the memo. And to be honest, if 
Tampa Bay can't keep Kansas City's offense off the field, Kansas City will win this football game. And realistically, yeah, Tom Brady, oh, yeah. You know, he's six rings, whatever. Mahomes and the Chiefs are the youngest, probably the toughest team in and out. You know, they got good special teams, they got good defense, and they got a good offense. There's... Special teams, Hartman, and they got Buckner Mason within, Buckner, dude. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. hey. The Bills talks over, bro. They're out. They're not in the conversation anymore. They're not, and I agree. And looking, as I've said multiple times this season that I'm a Buffalo fan, because true and, and true out, I am a Buffalo fan. I want to see the Bills win. For sure, just like everybody, like how I wanted to see my Browns win, but that didn't but, happen. Looking at yeah, the Buffalo game that's... against Kansas City, I said it. You can pit Tredavious White. You can pit whoever you want. You can pit Jair Alexander on Tyreek Hill. But the fact of the matter is that Tyreek Hill is just too good where he's going to make defenses pay eventually. What? You're not uh, going to yeah, stop yeah. him for 60 minutes. Plus, if you do, they got McCullough Hardman. They got Sammy Watkins. They got uh, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. They got yeah. CHC. They got um, Le'Veon Bell. They got Carol Williams. The Kansas City offense has too many weapons. But looking at the Tampa Bay offense, Antonio Brown, uh, Leonard Fournette, but, Tom Brady, But here's Brown the thing. Kowski, Antonio Brown did not play last week. So the real question is, are they saving him for this game or are they not going to play him in the Super Bowl? That's still the question. Are they going to let him put him in the lineup? Because he was a healthy scratch last week. And if I was Tampa Bay, I would have played him last week just to give another option out there. But that is still a question yeah, I think that's still a questionable move as of right now if he is in or out of the lineup. Okay, even if he's even if he's out of the lineup, you look you look It's at, not really much of a change from last week's team. Exactly. You look at the way okay, besides the Brady three interceptions, which they, Tom Brady's yeah. Tom Brady's well, team, he's gonna throw interceptions. But the thing about it is that the offense looked downright unstoppable. And now you can say, okay, the Green Bay Packers don't have the best defense ever. I strongly believe Kansas City's defense is better than Green Bay's defense. But you also got to look at the weapons that Tom Brady has around him. The thing about Tom Brady and the reason that he's able to still play at 43 years he old. Can, he can utilize those players and make them to exactly. play to the best of their ability. And I can that, tell you, he's he a wizard. I, personally, I think Tom Brady is a great player. And, yeah, it sucks he doesn't play for Cleveland, but I like watching him, watching him play, but I can tell you this. You know, these younger players that are coming up from the college level are just unbelievable, and they're willing to do unthinkable things. And personally, you know, it, a lot of those older guys don't really keep their momentum through the whole game, like Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and all of them. That's where they're going to get burnt. That's and fair. Because, yeah, when yeah. Brady threw his three interceptions, it was at the end, you know, the end of that Packers game. You know, in the first half, he was on fire. Second half, he lost all his momentum. I can tell they you. They almost lost. I can tell you, if you the know? Packers could have capitalized yeah. capitalized on two yeah. of those mistakes, it would, yeah. we would be seeing the – we would be talking about the pack. Yeah. But that's yeah. my thing about Tom Brady. Is Tom Brady, he throws three interceptions, yet we're still talking about him in the, in the Super Bowl. And here's the thing. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes threw one interception against the Browns, and guess what? They took it down the field and scored. But guess what? They came back. The Browns turned the ball over twice. Patrick Mahomes came out and made him pay. And so, really, they they answered right back, not once, but twice. 
and you know they're gonna hurt you and you know I realized when I was watching the game the Chiefs defense both offense and defense they kept changing and changing and changing they don't go by the book they change to what they're seeing and how they can hurt you the thing about Patrick Mahomes is we've said it before in the show we've said it in previous weeks Patrick Mahomes has so many weapons Let's, let's look at how the Buffalo defense tries to stop him. You're not going to blitz him because if you blitz him, he's going to get out of the pocket. You're going to... You're trying to play man coverage. You're having one-on-one with Travis Kelsey. You're going to have one-on-one with Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is going to burn you nine and a half out of ten times when you fit him one-on-one. I know uh, Cleveland was playing zone against Mahomes. But you think That wasn't it. working. Exactly. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is like Tom Brady. He'll find someone exactly. open. And... You talk about it, Tom Brady, we already said it this episode, Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. Patrick Mahomes, I think in five years, we could be having the same... He'll, he will probably now. surpass Brady at this rate if this Kansas City if team... If he keeps up, yeah, he will. Yeah. He will. By the way, yeah. Patrick Mahomes is the first quarterback in NFL history to start two games, two Super Bowls... Back-to-back. Back-to-back and under the age of 26. And here's, you know, spreading off the Mahomes thing is... Like, uh, his top target for those short 10-yard passes is Kelsey. But the, Kelsey yes. but the problem is, Kelsey's so hard to cover. You know, you can you could have, you know, two guys on him because the Browns double-teamed him with uh, Denzel Ward and uh, some other guy. They were double-teaming Kelsey, but guess what? That didn't do nothing. Yes. You know, and then, but here's the thing. If you double-team one guy, that leaves one guy open. And Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. And he can, Hardman. Yep. Sammy Watkins. And those guys are all good, and they can all hurt you. Yep. And look what happened on that fourth down play, the little scheme they drew up. Tyreek Hill, wide open, just sat down and won the game. And Okay, I want to try something new. We haven't done this this season. I want to get each of your – or we're going to go all around a circle, and we're going to give our keys to the game. Um, for Kansas City, it's going to be – Keep t- I feel like it's keep Tom Brady off the field and trust your offense. Run everything that you've been running this year. And then for Tom Brady and the uh, the I was about to say New England Patriots, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Again, run everything you have this year for both teams. Just run everything you have this year. Trust your offense. Trust your defense. But Tom Brady's got to limit the mistakes. He can't throw three interceptions and expect to win his seventh game. So for Mahomes, for the Kansas City offense, it's. Stay on the field, sustain drives, convert on third downs, convert on fourth downs, and for Brady, it's limit the mistakes. You know, I agree with you on some of those, uh, Mr. Steele, but my keys to the game would be for uh, Tampa Bay, you got to use that home atmosphere. And that's going to be a very... uh, I mean, it's... (laughs) You could say that, but really, it's not. It's not like their fans are going to be in attendance. Well, you know what you I know? mean. It's it's going to be a lot. It's the same arena. Okay, yeah, I, I, I understand that. It's yeah, same. Yeah. You know, it's going to feel like a home game for them. Possibly. But, but then on the other hand, it's going to be you know there is going to be twenty five thousand first responders in attendance, which are probably most of them going to be Tampa Bay natives. So they're probably all going to be rooting for the Buccaneers. I think they are picking from a pool of like, you know, across the country. Cause uh, there actually was someone from Lake Orion, you I know, who, I, I think who got yeah. her daughter, by the way, was in TPW. Yeah. She was in our seat. Well, not literally, but she was in our shoes a couple years ago. So shout out to Carol St. Henry. And uh, this. yeah. So Tampa Bay, 
So let me just finish this off for okay. you guys. Comment. So, Keese's game, Tampa Bay, embrace that home atmosphere. Use it to their advantage. They got to keep Mahomes and the offense off the field long enough so they can't burn them. And then uh, they got to take their points when they can get them. And yes. to be honest, that's what Cleveland didn't do. They didn't take the points, and they got burned. They didn't, you know, you're playing a team like Kansas City, and if you're going to be down there 30-yard line, you better take three or, you know, you're going to get screwed. And Kansas City, on the flip side, go out and play Chiefs football. That's all I'm going to say because right now, looking at that matchup, I got Chiefs all day and all night. Okay. I mean, I just uh, – for, for the Chiefs, it's simply just – when they're on offense, they just gotta score and they gotta they gotta try and limit the fumbles. Just don't fumble. And if you notice the, the the Buccaneers are real good at making people fumble. I mean I think it was at least two forced fumbles in the Saints game. And then last week I, I noticed I believe had, there was one. Yeah, they had one last yeah, week. Yeah, so they're they're good at forcing fumbles and you know, I mean that that's that's really all Kansas City's gotta do. And then just to stop Brady. But I mean that's all that's the thing. Brady it's his 10th Super Bowl. He knows what this is about. He's about the atmosphere, you know. He's about the games Experience. like this. Yeah, and he's just – he's going to be ready. I mean, and you, can't, you can't expect just because he's 43, you know, that doesn't mean that he's not going to be, you know, on his game 110%. Most you know. about the quarterbacks that he's beaten in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. in our lifetime or within recent memory. There's a couple. Ryan, there's a good handful of future MVP. Hall of Famers. Yep. Jared Goff. In the no scoring game, mm. um, and he Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson in, uh, in the one. Yep, yep. That was actually um, yesterday. Yesterday in history, it was like six oh. years ago. Oh, oh, really, really? Okay. Yeah, I saw that on um, social media, which is kind of cool. And by the way, I don't want to go off on a tangent about this, but please explain to me. Uh, you have the best running back in the NFL in Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Who who said to run the ball there? Or who said to pass the ball there? Well, it's a bad times, call. They're going to run the ball with the best rusher in the NFL. And you literally gave, you handed Brady one of his rings. Brady should have five rings. He should be five and four right now in the Super Bowl. You literally handed him a ring. So you can't get that Super Bowl loss on Seattle. You've got to get that more. Or you can't put it on the players. You gotta put it on the coaches. To be honest, you know, I was I remember watching that game, throwing him the interception there, in the end zone, and that guy was triple covered. Yes. I don't know why you <laughs> throw it in triple pass. coverage Real at all. Pass. And there was like what, 15 seconds on the clock. You could have just taken a knee twice and, boom, Super Bowl. But then again, I still remember, you know, I think Pete Carroll. He was trying to do some stupid play to get them to go up two scores mm-hmm. because if they would have ran out of timeouts, because I believe New England still had a handful of timeouts. Probably, and it's time and so he didn't want Brady to come back down the field and score tied up forces overtime. So I get what Pete Carroll was trying to do, put it up double score game, for then it makes it a two-possession game and then blah, 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 and time would run out. But, you know, six years ago, I bet you they're still thinking about it. Russell's probably still thinking about it because he hasn't been back, so – yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been a second. Yeah, I mean, he's still thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. But Jake was saying something about 
you know, fumbles and whatever mm. for the Chiefs. Yeah. Like 75% of the Chiefs' offense is in the air. Yeah. They got – because uh, Tyreek Hill alone had almost 300 ru- uh, rushing yards last week. Mm-hmm. Rushing or passing? Passing. Pass- receiving, receiving yards. Receiving yards. yards. Same, same, same thing. Basically the okay. yeah, same yeah, thing. Because yeah. yeah. basically it's catch after run. But look at – and I'm not disagreeing with you because Tyreek Hill, 90% of their offense is going to be through the air. But look at the run, the yards after catch for Tyreek Hill. That's what I'm saying. You literally cannot pit a defensive back on him and expect him to stop Tyreek Hill for 60 minutes. Like, it's not possible. Tyreek Hill had that one play, I believe, to open up the second half for Kansas City where he ran it. I think it was like a jet pass, whatever, jet sweep pass, where he ran, like, to both to both end zones um, twice, or the both sidelines twice. That man does not – that man has crazy afterburners, and he's the fastest player in the NFL. And you can't expect anyone to stop him for 60 minutes. But Kansas City, you just got to run the Tennessee. Play Kansas City p- football. Well, mm. you know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, let me see here. Well, you think about it. From Tampa Bay's point of view, you got to keep Mahomes off the You gotta keep Mahomes off the field and whatever, and yeah, it's interesting, but uh, it's not. If you let Mahomes go out on the field, say nine possessions, it's that's not that's not good, and you gotta, you know, Tampa's coming into the game averaging you know thirty one points per game, and they're allowing. 24-ish points. And it's interesting, but the problem is most of the first downs they give up, the Buccaneers, are in the air. And realistically, that's the Chiefs, you know, really good part of their offense. And if they can't limit that, they're going to be in trouble. Hey, I hate to interrupt you, uh, Dawson, but I just want to talk one more thing, and then we can move on to some other NFL topics. I want to get some score predictions for this game. I'm going to go first. I really see this being an offensive game. I see this being high scoring. Um, I'm going I'm going to go 35-31 in favor of Tampa Bay. I, I just don't see Kansas City being able to beat Tampa Bay. It's Tom Brady, the best fourth-quarter quarterback in the NFL, I just see him picking up his seven. I'm thinking, I mean, around there, you know, 28-31, 28-35, something like that. But it, it p- potentially could be way more than that. And, you know, we might get a, you know, terrible Super Bowl like the Rams-Patriots one, where it was like, what, 12-3, to 12-9, to yeah, whatever it was. Like it's entirely possible it could go either way of those ways. But I think safe, probably, yeah, like 28-31, to 31, something around there. Well, I don't agree with both of you. Um, I think it's going to be. Here we a, go again. And uh, here's what I think: It's Tampa Bay is going to start off the game pretty hot. It's going to be 14 nothing, and then second quarter comes around. Ding dong! Kansas City arrived, and then oh boy, here comes the freight train of the Chiefs. Welcome back, and then yeah. 
Uh, let me get my, my my score prediction will be 17 to 52. Kansas City wins back to back. That's I'm, bold. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I really think Dawson, That's Dawson is off this game that I showed before Super Bowl Sunday. But one thing I want to talk about is we've mentioned that Buccaneers is the first NFL team in history to host the Super Bowl and play in it. They're going to play in their home stadium. But the thing is that the NFL announced a couple weeks ago that teams are not allowed to travel to Tampa Bay until I believe it's Friday or Saturday. Correct. Fr- Saturday. Saturday. So the day before the game. So Tampa Bay, they're in beautiful weather, sunny, sunny Florida. I believe it's like 70s in Florida. That's right pretty now. funny because isn't one of the teams already in Tampa? That, that's my point. <laughs> that's my point is a team is already in Tampa Bay. So they're, they're going to be well-rested. They're going to be ready to go. Tom Brady's in his element. Oh, it's just another day in the office for Tom Brady. Well, here comes the Chiefs. Right off a of travel day the day before, I think they're going to be a little bit jet-lagged. They're going to start off slow, and Tom Brady's going to make them pay. Who doesn't like warm weather? Mahomes loves warm weather. Exactly. I don't, I don't know if they're going to be jet-lagged. It's not like they're moving time hey, zones or anything, you they know, just or the major parts of the country. It's, is, it is, central central? is it central? So it's one hour difference. Eastern. It's Eastern time. I don't think Kansas City is Eastern. Oh, Kansas City Central. It's Central, but Central and Eastern are one hour difference. And it's really not that far away. You know what that means? So Holmes has an extra hour of energy. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah, sure. Boston Could be that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Am okay. I off my game? If I moving, get this right, Derek, you won't hear the end of it. Moving on from the Super Bowl, I want to talk about um, one big topic that surrounded the NFL. Um, by the way, before I forget to say, shout out to NCAA football making mm. a new video. Heck yeah, awesome. dude. Awesome. At about noon today, cool. EA Sports Gaming Development announced the newest edition that, of yeah. NCAA football games making a splash back in the video game industry. Best game out there. Very no exciting. doubt about it. Very okay. exciting. Moving on from video games back to the NFL, uh, I want to get your thoughts about the Stafford golf trade. Love I, it. Hey. That's a big win for Detroit, and I don't know why. I know Mc Steve, whatever his name is, the coach over there at LA, really doesn't Sean like. Sean. Yeah, he doesn't really. He doesn't. He doesn't like Jared Goff at all, and they were having a lot. Of, yeah. Well, all right, Steele, you know the reasons. Go with them. Yeah, what are the reasons? Because, okay, you want to know a fun fact about McVay and Stafford? Yeah. I don't they know. both played at Georgia. That. Really? Did they coached in Buffalo. He was one of the coordinators in Buffalo. Correct, yep. He coached with Kelly Stafford's brother, a.k.a. At Georgia. Yes. And Matthew Stafford played quarterback at Georgia. Yep. So there's some weird connections. There's chemistry behind there. Okay, all right. But going back to the trade... I, I, said last, I said last episode that there was a reason that Brad Holmes was he's, signed as the GM. He wants to rebuild this team from bottom to top. And, and we, saw, we saw that reason. Yep. He literally, he needs to be locked up for highway robbery. Yeah. He, he, he drove into L.A. and got everything and left. He literally yep. went into L.A. He said, I'm going to take next two years, first round picks. I'm going to take this year. He literally drove. He drove his little Subaru or whatever brand home. Probably a nice sports. F one fifty. Probably okay, an F one fifty. He drove his F one fifty according yeah. to Dawson. 
into LA, he said, I'm going to take Jared Goff, I'm going to take your next two first round picks, and I'm going to take your third round pick. Here, you can have Stafford. Like, I don't care about Stafford. You can well, have Stafford. Enjoy him. He needs to be locked up for highway robbery. And I seem really happy about this trade because I am. It was a great trade, and this is why he was here, hired as a It's GM. awesome it. because it's, it's just, it shows you that these guys are serious. They realized that he, Stafford was the only consistent piece of the last 11 years that we haven't won a single thing. They realize they need to get rid of him and they need to rebuild. I love what they're doing. It shows that they're serious about winning and instead of just being, you know, pleasing to the fans. I will give the Lions props for once doing the right thing. It's 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 taking them more than a decade to figure out what their main rebuilding problem was. Yes. They're giving too many too much money. And yes. you got Stafford with this big contract, which doesn't allow you to sign those key players coming mm-hmm. off those entry-level deals. And, you know, now that they got rid of Stafford, it gives them more salary cap space. So you think about it, Jared Goff has a big contract too. But then again, Jared Goff's going to be around the league a lot longer than what Stafford is. True. But is, I was reading an article about something. Is Jared Goff going to be the Lions' long-term solution? The, the real question is, that's that's the reason they're bringing him into Detroit, know. is because they want to build a team around somebody. Is Jared Goff, are we going to be sitting here in 10 years saying, oh, Jared Goff, he won Detroit a Super Bowl. No. He, he's having a statue in Detroit because nope. he won us a Super Bowl. Nope. He's our franchise quarterback. You know why? That's it's entirely point. possible. Yeah, that's could, my point, is Goff is going to be the quarterback for five, maybe eight years, and then we're going to go out and get the next quarterback. No. Like golf, okay. Golf was a good asset to the trade. I I love Jared Goff. He's personally, he, I, he I has better credentials than he Stafford. Golf already played in a Super Bowl. Two Pro Bowls. Two Pro Bowls. He has playoff experience. Stafford, 0-3 career in the playoffs. Stafford can't win big games. He's like Harbaugh in Michigan. He cannot win big games. Mm-hmm. So, I like Jared Goff as a short-term answer. I just don't see him being a long-term solution for Detroit. Well, Jared Goff is also 26 years old, so he is still in his kind of prime. But that, but I think what the Lions are seeing here is, yeah, he's approaching 27. They can build a team around that guy, and then once they get into that position where they need to move on, they can bring in another guy to yeah. follow this guy's leadership and kind of make a transition. But... The Lions kind of stole those two first-round draft picks. That's pretty freaking cool. But no, awesome. if you think about it's it, awesome. if the Lions tank next year, they will not only have one but two first-round draft picks. And and we got to hope. I mean, you know, you never want to hope for a, a player to be bad. But uh, if if Stafford doesn't play good in Los Angeles, the worst the Rams do next year is also the better for us because the NFL doesn't yes. have protected picks. So if they suck, we get the pick that you know that sucky so team. So if they get the number had. one overall pick, yes, it'll be the Lions. Yes, we get the number one look, overall pick. Look at Miami and Houston. Who was that player? Houston, Miami traded to Houston for that pick. Deshaun yeah. Watson. I I couldn't even tell you who it is. Who was it? Was it Laramie Tunsil? Lar- Laramie, Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, offensive right. lineman. That sounds right to me. Yeah, well, offensive look, lineman. Look at it. Houston stole. This year, I think it's safe to say Everybody wants out of Houston. You see, JJ Watt exactly. wants out of Houston now too. JJ Watt is coming to the Detroit Lions. No, or the not. Steelers. 
He's yeah. He's gonna go he join is, his butt buddies. At he's gonna join Pittsburgh his brother. Steelers. <laughs> butt buddies. He's, it's his brother. He's well, going to join buddies, his brother. Let me, finish, <laughs> let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. Yeah. So, you think about it. Miami got. Did you hear that voice, Greg? A little bit. You're okay. <laughs> Miami got a top three pick. They're picking number three this year. They're, mm. gonna, they're, they're taking either Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase. But mm. what really puzzles me... So they're literally me. getting a franchise wide receiver for an offensive lineman who I don't even know who he is. What puzzles me about Miami, they got Tua. They drafted Tua. But then they won't. Now they won't freaking play him. What the hell? What what's wrong with these it's people? It's just because he's not. He's he, not really that good. They say he's not good. developed, but the only. Tua is checked on Captain. Yeah. It's, yeah, he's really not that good. It's, it's an Patrick, Alabama quarterback. You gotta let thing. him. You gotta let him develop. And if you're not gonna play him, he's not. Gonna, you're not gonna do your team no good sitting on the sideline. It's pointless. But think think about where Miami was this season. You got Ryan Fitzmagic as a quarterback. He's a veteran quarterback, and you got the youngster. You're also going for a wild card spot, and you're going for a division. Oh, they gosh, they didn't get the wild card spot because. They played two. No, I'm kidding. It's no, it's because the Dolphins suck. That's why. The Dolphins were the most surprising team. Dolphins. They were no. the most surprising team this year. No, they the were. Browns the Dolphins, were. The okay. Dolphins, uh, the Dolphins, yeah. Listen to me. The Dolphins played Fitzmagic week 17. They beat Buffalo. Let me, let me tell you something, Mr. Steele. They beat Buffalo. The Browns. Tua is not an NFL ready quarterback. He's then why did they draft him? Because it's Tua. He's, he's, he's yeah. Alabama. He was NFL ready if he entered that draft. It's he's, he's an Alabama quarterback. The system. You could you could say that about Shea Patterson being NFL ready and he didn't get drafted. Okay, Dawson. Shea Patterson and, and Tua are completely different prospects. But they though. were both NFL ready. They are they are, but Tua is from Alabama, who like historically, especially over these past probably they've produced ten power years, five players. Yeah that don't end up really coming to anything in the NFL. Like unless they're a receiver, you know, or like a safety. Yeah. They don't they don't yeah. produce quarterbacks. Alabama's a system for bad quarterbacks yeah. to succeed. You think about Tua, he won a Heisman. But you gotta think about the weapons he had yeah. at Alabama. Exactly what who it does is. he have exactly besides what it the Bradley Parker, who does he have? Who does he have? Miles Gaskin? Yeah. He has no weapons in Miami. It's Tua Miami. Tua had all the weapons at his disposal in Alabama. It's Miami. He has they no suck. In Miami. Well, That's why they went out and they got this draft pick to get a top three pick to get Jamar Chase. Probably Devonte Smith. Smith. Devonte Smith, because he played with Tua. And, and I can tell you this: if they get Devonte Smith, that'll be really great chemistry. And I can tell you that's when Tua is going to be the star. He's okay. he's never going to develop I, to I be that agree good. With that. I don't think he will. But then again, Tua is not an NFL quarterback. Alabama quarterbacks do not ever come to anything in the NFL. The only one that's ever came to anything in the NFL is Joe Namath, and he played in like the '60s or the '70s. So it's a completely different game. And that's when Alabama game. was bad. Yeah, that exactly. Said, um, that that'll wrap it up for episode ten of Cheap Seats. Uh, thank you, everyone, for coming on. Everyone, bye, everyone. I mean. Jake and Dawson. Jake and Dawson. So thank you, Jake, and thank you, Dawson. I'm, I'm thank you, Big D. So come back next Friday. We're going to be live streaming next Friday at th- uh, 3 p.m. We're going to be live streaming in two Tuesdays at 3 p.m. 
And then we're gonna be switching to every Wednesday at 3 p.m. from here on out. Is there any news about the governor before we go out? Um, let me check here. Uh, Within, like, she is days. live right now. Probably no updates, Probably major no updates. yet. So we'll have an update. Wait. Hold Maybe. on. Hold up. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, the. She's. Uh, she said. Oh, there's no new news, but she. The she is talking right now. <laughs> okay. So okay. No breaking news. This at 3:35, she is talking. Um, so we will have an update for that next episode. Um, thank you once again for listening to episode 10. We'll see you next Friday. That's all I got to say.